0: This is Rob Carbone, and you're listening to BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. going on guys. This is Rob Carbone coming at you with another episode of BD4. Episode 116 of BD4 where there is no better way to get your Yankees and Knicks analysis. Hope everybody's having a good night. Um, as you are listening to this, it is May 9th. Um, the earliest May 9th. On a Saturday. Um, So I hope everybody's good. I hope everybody's continuing to stay healthy. um, To stay safe. And you know. It is what it is at this point. Right. So uh, not much has been going on over here. You know I've just been laying back. Working on the podcast. Working on the blog a little bit. Um, Nothing to do. I'm trying to find. A TV show to watch. I can't find a single fucking TV show to watch I mean I just got done watching Breaking Bad for like the and I'm not exaggerating when I say this maybe like the 16th or 17th time (laughs) so I I'm having trouble finding a new show Uh, I tried that Westworld shit 10 different times the first episode I, I quit I don't understand a thing I'm not intelligent enough you know, shows that are intellectual like that. I can't fucking keep up. So I quit that. I'm trying to find a new show. So if anybody has a new show for me to tune into and something interesting, um, that's not tiger King. Um, let me know. (laughs) I'm trying, I'm trying to find something to watch something to keep busy with other than the podcast. But yeah, it's, it's, it's been rough, you know, it's been rough to, to find, you know, trying to find a new hobby. Um, I should probably start working out more should probably start jogging, get off my fat ass and stop eating every second I can, you know, but, (laughs) but Hey, we've got, I I don't know. Um, but you know, tonight we're doing the same routine, really not, not anything out of the ordinary. Um, if you've been listening to the podcast or watching the podcast, um, lately we've just been breaking down a bunch of pre-draft prospects and going over their games and such. Um, and, you know, so we're going to continue to do that. Um, we're starting with the late first rounders, second round picks, and then we're going to work our way down to the lottery. So it's it probably it's going to be a two piece thing. Right. We'll start with the mid, we'll say mid first rounders, which we, we've been doing like mid first rounders to second round. That's what we're currently on. Um, and I don't know, maybe we're up to like nine, ten players by now. And once we're done with this, I don't know how long I'll I'll keep this up. You know, as soon as we run out of talent, we will work our way down and talk about the lotto guys, right? The heavier, talented players. uh, The more talented players. Um, You know, the LaMelo balls of the world. Uh, Killian Hayes. We'll talk about Obi Topin. We'll talk about Anthony Edwards. Cole Anthony. You Know the bigger names as, as soon as we conclude this little uh segment, you know, or or piece, I guess. <laughs> so, tonight, um, or this morning, whenever you're tuning into this, um, we're breaking down Sadiq Bay, and um, he's from Villanova, played there in his freshman season as well as his sophomore season. He's a combo forward, you know, a wing, uh, 6'8, 216 pounds, <clears throat> excuse me. From, uh, from Villanova 21 year old just turned 21 I believe in April um, and he's got some hype you know there's some hype around this kid as well um lots of folks are saying he's possibly the most underrated prospect in this draft coming up um maybe you know maybe he he's had a good career in college um his second season his sophomore season was his breakout year where he averaged 16 points five rebounds and two assists on a pretty efficient from the field, 45% from three point distance on almost six attempts and 77% from the free throw stripe. Um, Did that, you know, pretty effectively in college Um, shoots the ball. Well, and he plays some defense. Um, The numbers defensively aren't special 0.8 steals 0.4 blocks. Um, But again, he was an efficient offensive player, just 1.5 turnovers, um, you know, and he he shot the ball well that's his thing he's a good athletic three and d wing that's what i would like to think him as an athletic three and d wing who could hopefully one day be a solid role player in the nba now some comparisons i've heard um i've actually heard chris middleton i think that is way too optimistic um but maybe as a ceiling right maybe if Everything goes right. Somebody like Sadiq Bey could be on that level. But personally, I want to say he's more, he'll be more of a a Will Barton type, like a Robert Covington type of player, right? Where they come in, they stretch the floor, they provide some spacing and play a little defense. Um, But he's a more athletic version of, you know, of a Covington um, this is somebody, you know, again, who I think could be a solid role player in the NBA. So Sadiq Bay, an athletic 3 and D wing. Tonight, we're going to go over his strengths, his weaknesses, and, you know, why he may or may not be a potential fit for this NYK team. Uh, real quick, though, before we break him down, we're going to go to break and um, we'll get right into it afterwards. All right. Hey fellas, really quick, I just want to remind you, in order to subscribe to BD4, to subscribe to my blog, and to follow me on social media, all you have to do is go to my website, that's it, just go to nysportstalkrc.wordpress.com forward slash connect, once again that is nysportstalkrc rc.wordpress.com forward slash connect once there guys that will display all of my information where to subscribe to the podcast how to subscribe to my blog and where to follow me on social media guys thank you so much and let's get back to the show I like, I like Jay Wright products because the you know, players out of Villanova are big for me. I like them because Jay Wright has always done an exceptional job getting these players to impact the NBA right away. Um, you know, you look at just guys like uh, Dante DiVincenzo, right? And I'm not saying these guys are going to be stars. Again, Sadiq Bey, role player, solid role player. And so you look at you know Jay Wright products, um, Dante DiVincenzo, You know, goes to Milwaukee, and he's effective right away. A good floor spacer. Um, You look at the Warriors, uh, Eric Pascal. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, Mikal Bridges, Jalen Brunson. These guys come in the NBA, and they know their niche immediately, and they make a positive impact. You know, he's done a very nice job of developing solid NBA product. So that's why I like Villanova picks, and that's why I think uh, Sadiq Bey is not going to be a project. I think he'll be a solid player. Right on impact. And I think that's huge for the Knicks to get somebody like that, somebody who's ready to contribute right the fuck away. And I think that is humongous, guys. Um, This is a guy with a lot of good tools. He's he's athletic, but he's got some skills as well. Uh, He's very versatile. He's a good shooter. We'll go over a few things first and then we'll break down each of them individually. So I've gotten, you know, I've typed a couple things up. Uh, I wrote down that he's versatile, he's a good shooter. He is solid when it comes to athleticism. He's got solid athleticism. He's an off-ball weapon. He's strong in the post. He's good in pick and roll. He boxes out pretty efficiently. He's got flashes of being a good playmaker. A high IQ. Um, and I think those are the few things I have. Uh, a solid defender. Solid defender. And that's the uh, yeah. those are the pros. You know, the strengths of this kid's game. So we'll start at the top again with being a good shooter. This guy, that's why he is hyped up. That's the big thing on Sadiq Bey right now is his spot-up shooting ability. He's a spot-up catching and shooting maestro. Um, I believe he was 51% on his three-point attempts when he didn't take a dribble. (laughs) 46 for 91 to be exact. And that ranked in the 98th percentile in a D1 NCAA ball. So very efficient, very effective off the spot up. Again, overall, 46%, I'm sorry, 45% from downtown this past season um, on six attempts. So (laughs) this is a guy who shoots the hell out of the ball, will stretch the floor immediately for the Knicks. He will give them so much better spacing than, you know, when Robinson and Randall are together, that's some terrible spacing. But if you bring somebody like Sadiq Bey and pair him with somebody like Mitchell Robinson, that's going to be such a big difference, such a drastic change in the offensive tempo and the offensive spacing, you'll know, kill that. You know, but when, when Randall and when Randall shares the floor with anybody, really, he kills the spacing and it becomes stagnant, but you put a, you put a floor spacer like Sadiq Bay out there and, and pair him next to Mitch, you know, play bay at the three at the four it'll provide such better offensive rhythm for the new york knicks and i think that alone his shooting alone is tremendous um now he's mostly a spot up guy he can occasionally pull up and and hit the jumper here and there but i think most of his shots come off the spot up uh, off the catch and things like that you know he's got a high release point on his shot that's also big and i think that will be effective at the nba level um Quick wrists, too, on his shot, too. So, he's got a quick shot when he has it up. Um, uh, What else? What else? What else? Solid athleticism. We talked about that. Um, Excuse me. He's, you know, not going to throw down the lobs. Not going to throw down those tomahawks. But he does have NBA caliber athleticism. Um, I also have that he's an off ball weapon. He's not a guy who needs to have the ball in his hand to succeed. Sadiq Bey can thrive just by making the right cuts. He could thrive by occasionally being a screener in the pick and roll. You know, he runs off screens and shoots off pin downs pretty well. I know Villanova didn't do that a lot, but when he does, he's effective at it. Um, he's strong in the post. You know, he'll take advantage of, uh, of mismatches. Uh, for the most part in the post you know he'll put his back to the basket when he sees uh, a smaller wing on him. Um, he's good in pick and roll uh, pick and roll as a ball handler in particular just because he uses his size to plow through lanes. Um, he'll use his size as opposed to using that explosiveness which he doesn't really possess. Um, boxes out pretty well and you know, that you know his rebounding numbers aren't that great but the fact that he boxes out and he has the athleticism, to kind of bang down low here and there, that leads me to believe that he'll at least be adequate um, as a rebounder in the NBA. I've got that again. He he has, he has shown flashes to be a good playmaker. Um, the IQ is pretty high. He's got great court vision and he's very unselfish, you know, so that, that leads me to believe he'll be a decent playmaker uh, at the big league level as well. <clears throat> he's got good handles you know he can get by because he used to be a guard actually in high school he was a 5-8 freshman so he was he had this growth spurt late that you know kind of changed his position and and that's pretty good though that he was once a guard so he has the handles and he's he, so he's a forward right a forward with the abilities of a guard so that's always useful um especially in the NBA Um, He's a good passer when it comes to reading and reacting, right? He'll make the safe passes, and he'll know who to hit at the right time. Um, So that, you know, that's another plus there. Um, You know, and of course, I think he's learning to become more of a flashy passer, too. Um, I know that he's good at making those cross-court passes off the bounce. When he's going downhill, he's pretty good at hitting the guys across the court. So those are some good skills to have as a playmaker um, when you look at Bay. And um, yeah, last but not least, on the other end of the floor, I think he's a solid defender. Listen, he's not anybody who's going to lock you down like Kawhi Leonard. He definitely has his issues, which we'll touch on in a second. But overall, I would like to think Sadiq Bey could be a solid 3-and-D player, a guy who has the ability to defend well. And that will be huge, again, when if, if we're going to lose someone like Damian Dotson in free agency. <clears throat> bringing somebody like Sadiq Bey to the Knicks would be a good replacement. Uh, you know, due to his versatility, you know his size, length, his six ten unofficial wingspan, that could help him defensively cover multiple positions. Right, the guards, the wings, the smaller forwards. Um, I know Villanova actually had him very often. Villanova had him covering the the opposing team's best perimeter weapons. Um he was guarding Miles Powell, you know, from Seton Hall, a whole bunch. Um they put him on Devin Dotson from Kansas earlier this year. And you know, etc. He's always guarding the best perimeter weapon on the opposition. So he's a guy who's experienced, great, you know, great ball handlers on the other end and has been able to lock them down pretty effectively. Um now there are some cons, right? He's an athletic three and D wing, great. But there are some weaknesses to this kid's game, which leads, you know, some people to believe he'll be late first as opposed to being mid. Um, I think the number one thing I notice, especially when I watch film on him, is that he's kind of got a dip in his shot. I mentioned his quick when he gets it up, but when he catches the ball, he kind of dips down. You know, he catches it at armpit level but then he'll bring it down and then back up to kind of gather momentum. And that's kind of a no-no, right? Not in the NBA. You can't do that. It's going to lead to a slower shot, and that will lead to huge issues, especially when you have longer, more athletic forwards coming at you at the NBA level. So he's going to have to find, find a way to tweak that jumper a little bit and, and get into his shooting motion a little quicker than he does and kind of eliminate that dip. Um, defensively, his footwork is a little messy at times. He's slow laterally, very slow laterally when sliding his feet side to side. So he'll have issues there down in the post defensively. He'll kind of struggle to guard the quicker, uh, not the quicker, the the bigger forwards. So, you know, the bigger, stronger prototypical power forwards might give him a little harder, a little, a little more tougher of a time, um, So that's that Uh, doesn't rack up the numbers. We mentioned just 0.8 steals and uh, I forget how many blocks, but per 40 minutes, when you look at it, it's not pretty either. One steal and 0.5 blocks per 40 minutes across 67 games in college. So not the greatest team defender doesn't put up the flashy stats defensively, but I've always thought that was an eye test position anyway, or an eye test uh, skill defense. So I, I, you know, I, I don't take that. You want it to improve a little bit, but I think overall he's a pretty good defender. Um in the last couple of weaknesses here on uh about uh Sadiq Bey, he could be a little sloppy with his ball handling at times, but again, that's something I think can improve as well. Um I have that he's got, you know, we mentioned the slow lateral slides on defense he's got a slow step on offense you know a lack of burst lack of explosiveness and kind of has a short stride for somebody like his size um you know he won't beat you off the dribble he can't beat you on closeouts either um you know with those two weaknesses it kind of begs the question you know how effective is Bay going to be at the NBA level when the opposition runs him off the three-point line you know can he really impact the game as a scorer When they force him inside the arc, that's going to be something I'm definitely going to look, look, uh, you know, pay close attention to. If the Knicks do draft him, that's going to be a big question to consider. Um, But no, that's that's pretty much all I've got on on Sadiq Bay. Guys, just a solid, very solid overall player who I think could be, you know, an effective player on this Knicks team if they use him right. You know, if they do draft him and they use him correctly, I think he'll provide some lineup flexibility. He'll give the Knicks some spacing and overall just make them a more efficient, uh, you know, a better scoring offense that could provide some defense in that front court as well. And that would be huge to get somebody like Bay. Um, Yeah, that's it. That is it guys. Uh, I don't know if the entire time, if you're watching the, uh, the video format of the podcast, I apologize if the video on the right side of the screen has not been playing. I hope it has. I haven't been paying close attention to it, actually, but I hope it was working. Ah, shit. That would have sucked. Um, Yeah, my I had no idea. I was just talking the entire time. I didn't look over to see if that video was playing, but there should be a highlight reel. It should have been playing. I hope it was, but nothing we could do now. Um, I'm not going to restart this whole thing. <laughs> but guys, thank you so much um, for tuning in. I appreciate everybody who stops by. Uh, once again, we did Sadiq Bay tonight for episode 116. Um, So, hope everybody's doing well. Hope you're getting through this quarantine like I am. And uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode of BD4, where there is no better way to get your Yankees index analysis. Guys, that's it for me.
1: I'm going to wrap this
0: one up. Thank you so much for stopping by. I'll see you next time. Ciao.